understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to The Stranded Face Podcast. As you can see, I am not alone today, and it's really important that you listen really closely when I explain this, because what's about to happen is probably not going to bring you any more clarity than you already have, because you're probably just as confused as me. And I brought this specific group of folks here today to have a conversation. Let me be crystal clear with you. Not one of us is an authority figure. Not one of us considers ourselves an expert in this realm. It is simply an open space for us to ask questions, have open conversation, and prepare yourself probably a little bit of an argument. So we're going to do our best today to be cordial with one another. I'm going to introduce these bomb folks to you and just understand that we are going to attempt to have a conversation around what the hell is going on when it comes to our culture and relationships, Mm -hmm. men against women, because it feels like, I don't know about y'all, but more so (laughs) we're in an argument and in a competition more so than we are desiring to be in a union these days. Um, You and I both can agree that we have too many high achieving single female friends that are bomb as hell Mm. and also single. And every man on planet earth seems to be wanting to start a podcast who has an opinion about women as so. So we're going to unite this conversation today. I brought some really cool folks here. I wouldn't even say none of us are even keel, all of us in very different situations. So I'm going to start the conversation as such. And again, remind you, we're not experts. We're just opening this conversation up. And I have a feeling we're going to have some fun. So I want to start by, instead of a normal introduction, you're going to give your name, maybe something you want to tell them, and your relationship status. Whatever that may be, okay? Let's we'll start with the marriage and money mentor himself. <laughs> All right, the marriage and money mentor, Derek A. Um, so, my relationship status is I am currently the king in my relationship. I am yeah. married. I'm the king of my relationship, and my wife is my queen. Yeah, that's how we get it. How long have you been married? We've been married seven years. Okay. This year was seven years. Seven Beautiful. Years. Congratulations. 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 Thank you, thank you. That's it was hard. <laughs> I'm so excited about this already because yeah. every time I bring somebody on here, it's like, who are you and what do you do? And to actually have a different conversation, like relationship wise, I think it's so cool. Y'all already know me, um, Jessica Hurley, and I am about a year out single. So I've been single for about a year. So mm. go ahead. My name is Janice Burgos. Um, I have been single for about two years out of a relationship. And I would say. Um, I have never been married or in a that's important. Yeah, in, yep. in a long-term relationship container that involved like living with someone or even mm. kids. So I definitely feel like I have a little bit of a newer perspective on relationships than I would say. Absolutely, desire mm-hmm. desire one. Because Jessica, um, if anyone doesn't know also you were once engaged yes I think it's really Mm. important yes married once engaged with a child with the person that I was engaged to now single with the child yeah let's bring the kid aspect into yeah do you have children I have three stepchildren but I have none of my own no biological 
Okay, no biological three stepchildren. I have a child and I'm single. No children. And as for me, my name's Joe Prince. I go by my last name, Prince. Uh, so please refer to me as such. Um, <laughs> I am currently. I'm talking to you guys. I gotta let you guys know, right? That was a whole topic of discussion, right? Beforehand. So okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> so uh, Prince, um, I am currently in a relationship, working on things, um, and I have no children. Bam. See, now that's weird because the, the men at the table are normally the single ones. Normally, mm. the men in these conversations yeah. are the single so ones. That's talk, weird to me. That's not uh -huh. Let's talk about, let's get a little bit more clear on today's conversation Correct. that yes. I think yes. Jessica kind of left out, which is specifically about high-achieving women, mm. which once you get into that category, tends to change the number of relationship statuses. And mm. so what happens is is that a lot of high achieving women have that masculine energy or personality traits that i think might clash with with masculine energy over here who just told us how to address them <laughs> for the day Please um, thank you. so I think, I think that's Please that. Please and thank you. <laughs> hey, hey, look, but I want y'all to realize he's a gentleman with it, though. You see the plane is nice. Yes. Please Get him in his credit. Yes. But this is the perfect start to the conversation because look at this, right? We, we're joking because we've had candor and, like, yes. great conversation before we sat down yeah. at this table. But, like, we are so picky of each other's standards when it comes, like, I swear, like, when I'm sitting amongst a group, it is like men and women are in competition. When I'm listening to my girls talk about their their first dates it, it's like it becomes a competition like why are we in a competition why do see i have to be so careful because we could just like steamroll into okay. all these okay. questions so, so you know what let's not even be careful let's we taking the brakes off of it let's okay, take the take brakes off. off of it so to answer that first question right like why do it feel like men and women are in competition because i think men and women want to be seen a certain way so to whom the, to the opposite sex right Right. society. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, you take the high-value women, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of them have... Went Pause. Their... Can we define the high-value woman? Mm -hmm. I'm going to let y'all answer that okay. first before I go. Yeah, go ahead. But men are attracted... Take it back. High-earning women. High-earning women. Let's go there. Yes, because value has because a value... lot of different... Right. Yes. It encompasses a lot of different things, including yes. your core values. Value will change based on the person that you're speaking to. Yes. High so earning. high achieving, high right. earning. Right. High, high earnings are what they are. Yes. What, what earning, the bag look like? Six figure. What let's is go, it? Yeah, let's, What's let's, the number? Let's, let's go six figures. Okay. Let's go six figures. Okay. We'll start right. there. Because mm -hmm. would y'all agree yeah. that that would be for the women who might say, you know, I'm a high earning woman. I make six figures. I'm not in a relationship. I can't find a man to accept this or whatever the case may be, which we'll get into very soon. I think that has far little to do with the number and very much to do with the way you carry yourself. Because you could be somewhere between a hundred thousand and a quarter million and be a very mm. different woman. Like mm. you could be at that low six and and not have that level of confidence or carry yourself in such a way. Okay. Well, I think I think for the nature of the conversation, I say it's six figures and financially independent, meaning you do not oh, rely right there. I like someone that. I like that. To, I can deal with for that. your I lifestyle. Like that. You yeah. can afford and you find your own lifestyle. That, okay. And that right there is exactly where we're going to start. And, so, I, let's start and, there. and I would like to add to that with saying resources, meaning however your setup is, if you have grandparents, parents, because grandparents, the norm is they pay for private school for a child, right? 
for those individuals that go to a private school that is of high cost, right? Mm -hmm. So if that is in your resources, then that also counts towards your bag, we'll say. So you're saying assets from family. That. Passed down assets. Right. Any Anything that does not involve relying on a man or a partner to receive. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Any, right. That your family and your setup is how it is. Perfect. I like That's that. Because great. separate and apart of the individual you are looking to date. Okay. Fair enough. Beautiful. So here's where we begin. When you are talking about two independent individuals, financially independent individuals, a high-achieving high woman financially and a high-achieving man who might be attracted to one another, where does the independence, where do we draw the line where the independence stops and the relationship begins? That is a good question. Because this is the problem. Because we're, we're, y'all want to jump? We just jumped off a 30-foot cliff. Yep. Because I feel like, and I'll say this my way, and everyone's going to say it their way, but I'll give my analogy that I constantly use, mm -hmm. is I feel like, I'll be completely honest, in my perspective, I'm out here looking for a man, what, it, ideally, most of us are out here looking for a man on our caliber or better. We're like, either be at my level because I've done this hard work, or lead me to a higher level, take me to the next level, right? Right. But then there's a good chance when I meet that man, mm -hmm. we get to a place where it's cute for a little while, and then we're now bumping heads. No. Because Wait, wait. Because I'm independent, you're independent, and now the world loves us. The world respects us. But then when we go to contribute to one another, it's like, well, what do you know who I am? What are you giving to me? Well, wait, do you know what I am? Are you, what are you giving to me? And nobody's willing to let their guard down to actually contribute. We both know we're independent, but what are you contributing from a value perspective to the partnership? This is why women always say, and I'm saying this not from a men are wrong. I'm saying this women will always be like, I look at me. I, I know I'm better than the average female. But just because of what I bring to the table, men always say, what do you bring to the table? Just because of what I bring to the table, what value do I bring to the relationship outside of my independence? Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. So, okay. Okay, so married man speaking, right? So there's two things that you brought up. You said, what is that line, right? Pretty much you get crossing this cute and everything like that. Because two independent individuals, now we're competing. Right. Well, first of all, you got to fix you before you go into a relationship. Correct. Because if you're going to a relationship, I don't care what the dollar amount is. It could be two people that both make $10 million a day. If you are not in a position to be able to receive that woman for who she is, and if she's not in a position to receive that man for who he is, you mm -hmm. don't need to be together in the first place. So, Derek, can we go with, we are already past that point. Mm -hmm. You've done your work. You're mm -hmm. ready to date. I'm ready to date. Yep. Mm -hmm. Now we're dating. Mm -hmm. And we are two strong individuals. You're with me because you've seen I was the shit without you. You seen I was independent without you and I looked at Q and said, I want her because yeah. she got everything and she don't need a man. But I'm and you're challenge. and you're and you're whole. Yeah. Both of you guys are whole. And now we're dating. We're emotionally stable. We're mentally there. For the most part. Okay. For the most part. Yep. Right? Everybody <laughs> has their own things. Right. 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 Whole enough. To be appropriate for dating. Okay. Whole enough to be appropriate for dating. Right. So my next question is going to be, what's your communication look like? If I'm in that space, if we, we fit that bill, 
right? If I'm coming to a relationship and I'm saying, okay, I'm ready for this, you're ready for this. What are you expecting of me? What do you want? Because if I can have that conversation up front day one, I and I know important. what you want, and you know what I want, we either know right then you can go or you can stay. Yeah. But you got to have that mental, that conversation. But this level you know. of communication in the beginning of dating scares the shit out of people. But fix you let before me tell you go into that. So I posted a meme and it said, you know, I already have money. So what the only yeah. thing I need from a man is the only thing I need from a man is emotional safety. And I care about how he treats me. So now okay. Yes. Okay. men are so used to carrying the world on their shoulders. Absolutely. I will always yes. honor men Absolutely. in that way. Absolutely. Men are expected, not asked of, to but men are expected that. and required to work hard, to be a provider, to be financially stable and responsible and independent and have all of these skill sets in mm -hmm. addition to typically, typically in the past, what women have been responsible for. Right. And now we're but expecting now, them to be our emotional but, partners. But now what's happening is like, oh no, I actually, and I don't know if this feels like, it, if it devalues a man, but now it's like, oh, I actually don't care about any of those things that you've been taught that you have to provide. Mm -hmm. I just want you to treat me right. And I want you to be emotionally mature and okay. emotionally responsible and be a man of your word. If you say you're going to call at a certain time, you call at that time mm -hmm. or you let me know that you're not going to call. Those are the things that are now valuable, important and important to me. Mm. Right. And so men who historically We're have taught. not been nurtured in that emotional way, mm -hmm. have not been cared for in that mental health space. I honor and respect that. Now you have a clash to where you have a very, an emotional woman, a feminine woman who actually just wants the emotional side of that man that may or may not have been nurtured. Now what? Okay, see what I felt like y'all talking straight to me. Okay, I'm and I looked at you because you're married, married man, yes. and you yep. know what that right, looks which is like. why I want to take this one. So, truth be told, I've not always been, I was a horrible boyfriend, got better as a husband, I was mm, crappy as a boyfriend. That's real, right? That's real. And so, when, and when I first got married, I was like, shoot, because I wasn't making the money I was making now, nothing was not. To who I am today, right? At all became this. Person. I had to become this, correct? And when not forget the money, mm -hmm. forget the money. I was like, look, I pay the bills in my house. Nobody know if they come knock on this door, they know they got a problem. I'm a man. I did my job, and I was miserable. My wife was miserable. We hated each other yeah. because the same stuff you just said, I couldn't pick up. Yeah. So I had to change my definition of what a man, a man as a provider is. Because we always think, oh, I provide. It's something physical or tangible. Right. Yep. And it's probably 10% physical, 90% emotional, mm. and mental. Yeah. Because when I started taking care of my wife's mind and her emotions, my marriage got that. exponentially better. <laughs> right? And then I began, I got, I got blessed. I started making more money. So now mm. I'm paying all the bills. Yeah. We can take these trips. Mm. We can do this. But we happy when we go. Oh, happy when we oh. Yeah. not happy when we get there and when we come back, but happy when we go. We might not be happy when we get back, right? Because right. I walk real fast in the airport. She kind of slow. It don't <laughs> work out. I'm mad. But um, no, but when we go places now, we one, we have arguments at home. Mm -hmm. We made a vow. When we walk into the street, we are the abbots, mm -hmm. right? That's mm -hmm. who we are. 
So okay. there will never be any point of contention. No one will ever see anything like that because we are the abbots. Now, when we get home, we're going to have those arguments. Every married couple is going to argue relationships. You're going to argue. It doesn't matter. But the way you communicate to those, right? Yeah. And so, actually, on my podcast, one of the episodes I have, I was talking about one of the things that you can do to re-weaponize your spouse. De-weaponize. Re-weaponize. We're going to oh. talk about that later. There's a, there's a difference between re and D. We'll talk about that later. One of those steps is I got to communicate to you so that way I don't cause further further injury, right? Mm-hmm. Not to communicate why you should never been mad in the first Give place. Give them that. Okay, so. <laughs> Lesson number one. <laughs> <laughs> right. So when you communicate with your spouse or somebody in a relationship, whatever the case is, don't communicate to defend and say you shouldn't be mad in the first place. Mm. Communicate walking to it saying, hey, you know what? I was I wrong. And you, <laughs> I, might, I may or may not have been wrong, but I was wrong because now you've been impacted negatively. How can I prevent further injury to you in the future? That's the mindset you got to walk into it with. Can I say that I will marry the man that ever... That <laughs> I will marry the man that tells me that. Conflict resolution is literally Ooh. the foundational. Like yes. People don't, don't emphasize that enough Absolutely. in a relationship. Yeah. You can stay married forever with conflict, conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. You can be best friends. You can stay married forever yep. if you have that at the foundation of your relationship. Exactly. Because exactly. you got to remember, man, when you're going into conflict resolution, it's not to defend your point. It's to dissolve the issue. Correct. And we both have the same goal in mind. We're Keep in mind, to, yes. we're supposed to. I don't need to prove mm-hmm. that I'm right and you are indeed wrong and you need not to ever bring this up again. We are, both of us have the common goal of dissolving this so we can move forward right. in our marriage, exactly. in our partnership. Right. And I think people forget that. Right. Now, I want to bring up another part to that, right? Mm-hmm. So the expectation of what you're going to expect when you get that. So if a man comes to you and says, this is my expectation, right? It's not going to be over like that. Mm-hmm. It's not. Especially if it's something significant, right? Something yeah. that you really had two very different sides on. If I say, hey, I'm going to work on this to get better. Tomorrow, if I do it, you can't be mad at me. Right. I'm, I'm working on it. I think women struggle with this. Yeah, yeah. that's why I'm we bringing do. this up. We do. Because I a woman says, I told you what it is, and you're my provider. You're my protector. Fix it. Mm-hmm. End of conversation. And a man can't fix something like that because if it was that easy, we would have never been here in the first Behavioral place. Behavioral or pattern-based. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. It would have been completely different. Wow. So now, because you've told me what it is, give me some time to fix it. Mm-hmm. Depending on how big the issue is, but give me some time to fix it. I'm going to flip this for a second. So now, you, let's say indeed you do fix it. Let's, 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 let's slap a name on it. Arbitrary. Let's slap a name on it. Like it's, um, I don't know. What's something that... I would correct. Uh, doesn't like that, communicate or I, text while you. I mean, she was yeah. ready. Like, who has not texted you? Back? <laughs> <laughs> who didn't text you back? Hey, look, look. Y'all not responding in a timely look, manner. This, this, you see this woman here? She's single. Whoever gives relationship right next, text her back. <laughs> okay, bye. If you lay in the bed. Text her good night. No, me, hey, sir. Immediately. Right. Immediately. Immediately. Right. If you're pondering on that, right. Do it. Keep that same right. energy. Where you started. Keep going. So, okay, so... It's, hold, hold that mm. thought, yes. But, yeah. but, but, but yeah. I'm you giving say. you credit, though, because I'm, I, you pointed out a weakness in myself that I mm. recognize to where, again, with high-achieving women, what do we do? We check it off, check it off, mm-hmm. click, 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 done, okay. Yep. If I can check it off, why, why didn't you check it off? Correct. I told you I didn't like that last week. Yep. And I can admit that I have seen frustration and impatience and bumping of heads because when I vocalize it, because I feel like, oh, well, I told you I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. And then mm. you do it. Now it's an offense. Now I'm taking it personal. 
because mm. I told you I didn't like this and how it made me feel. And I had a vulnerable moment. And I, You're what I did, I, I, I took down my wall to be vulnerable and give you my pain. And right. then you made that pain happen again. Right. Now, what do I do as a woman? You really want to know? Okay. So. And also, <laughs> what would you do? I love the way you come in. What would you do? Tell us, Chris. What would you do as a man mm-hmm. for the same thing? When I'm sitting there trying to let you know I'm doing this for our best interest, you're not listening to me. I keep on coming back to you. And now, the minute that I say, you know what? I'm going to let you do you. Go ahead. You okay, got it. Okay, so both parties yeah. does it. Prince okay. is saying he's yeah, the male yeah. searcher so, to me. I'm, I'm I, got, I got two words for, for, for all of you. Wait, wait. And to finish, I'm yeah. gonna, one, one option is, right, because I want the path of, the path of least resistance right i'm gonna say right. hey let you let you do you go ahead go ahead okay. so, right but then <laughs> right right but look that's it but then but, but look is that option or the other option i keep on pushing the point right because when i stay in the middle and i'm in that limbo at the point that i'm no longer addressing it you feel like it's okay with me and it's not and, I, and, and it's and it's not okay with me but now when i'm so letting you do you now you're gonna now you're gonna say Oh man, you don't have a backbone. I don't want to be with a pushover, and nobody wants a pushover as their as right. their partner, right? I want you to I oppose agree. me. But now the the minute that I say something, now I'm too controlling, and now the minute that I say, oh, that, that I see you're not getting it, and I keep on pushing the point because I'm working with you. Now by the the fifth uh-huh. time I'm saying it, you're saying you're a nuisance. You're just nagging me, bro. Who hurt Leave you? Leave me alone. Nobody. <laughs> who hurt you, bro? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. I've been. No, I, I've no, been I'm hurt. Being serious, hey, like, hey, 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 look. I've been hurt. Hey, I've, I've been hurt. The same so, way. so yeah, for me. That. So, yeah. so for me, I've been hurt and I've hurt others. Mm-hmm. So I am above. Well, have we all? And we right. have all. Right. Yeah. right. So I'm above nobody. I've been on the receiving end. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've also been the one dishing it out. So let me ask y'all both a question, right? Because I got two words that I want to answer both of y'all questions with. But I want to ask you this: In these situations that you have, because we all speaking from experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What was your level of Emotional maturity at the time. I would say for the most. Prince was like, this was yesterday. A level, a level six. Are we going? <laughs> what's the, what's the well, number? Well, I need a chart. Go well, ahead and put out a chart. Okay, so, so on, then a scale, I can... on a scale of one to ten, where was your emotional maturity at the time? Now, I don't know because I don't know how emotional and mature I am compared to a married man of seven years. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's that's fair. I got to take. Now, where was your emotional maturity? At, where was your level at? When you were in my position, when and you said, and you said you were yeah, a bad boyfriend. Right now, one. <laughs> okay, so I, I might be a bad boyfriend, one. but I think I'll make an amazing husband because of where I rely. Well, wow. Right, that's good. So you, I could, so you I could want be. her to marry yeah. potential? Oh. Um, oh. See, and then when we start, when we start talking about potential, why y'all shooting at hey, me? We're not marrying potential. Hey, so you can't. Hey, well, hold on. Same way, if I can't prove to you here in in this space of dating that I could be a wife. Why would you marry potential? I probably disagree. Well, for you, but but for I you, probably for, disagree with that. I'm gonna tell for, you why. For, for him, now, um, we can all agree that money matters in a relationship, right? For our standard of living and Correct. lifestyle yes. and stuff right. like yes. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She married you when you weren't making much or as much as you're making mm-hmm. now. So somebody had to bet on him. So she had to bet on his potential. Yeah. And nobody is marrying somebody. It isn't a person out here that's marrying somebody and say, I'm gonna marry you as you, and I expect everything as it is right now when we're 30. To be the same when we're forty, the same house, the you same know, car that we live in, everything. On. I ain't even, I ain't even worried about progressing. Investments, we ain't, we ain't gonna go. 
just right now as we are in 2022 is how I expect yep. it to be in 2042. I don't need anything else. Maybe a kid along the way and we'll figure that out. No, we're trying to build stuff. We exactly. want to build stuff on top of stuff right. and keep it going. We want to create legacies. So precisely, how do we go from there? So you said you hit it perfectly on the head. Mm -hmm. There's not a person in life that gets married and doesn't marry for potential. Think Correct. About it. Think You're about right. It. You're right. Anything mm -hmm. that we do, I don't care if it's marriage, relationship, job, going to the grocery store. We yep. have an expectation of what the future will bring to us. Absolutely. Correct. Okay? Because I told my wife, I said, look, yeah, I'm crappy as a boyfriend. I didn't get all this stuff. When you get my last name, the game is different. The level of protection changed. See, the level of provision that. changed. The level of sacrifice changed. Mm -hmm. The level of submission that I gave to her as a man changed. All of these things had to change because if they had stayed the same, there's no way we can make it. Yep. There's no way. It's, so back to the original question. Your answer would be that independence ends at the time that I asked you to be my wife. That's when it changed. Yes. That's when I made the transition of you being optional to me to now you're a requirement. Correct. You will be with me forever. And yes. that's how I expect it to be. Yes. Because one of the things that I think in the relationship and what's going on is that we're, we understand the practicality of life. The people that we're marrying, we're seeing divorces happening so often. You could be here today, going tomorrow for any reason that you choose. You could just see something better walking down the street. And next thing you know, that's what you want. You can no longer be this person in this decade to the next. No. And you just don't, you've outgrown me. All, all these different reasons. People find all different reasons to get divorced. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But you also have to understand, right, in that, how do we love without bounds, knowing that there's vulnerability in that? And thinking that we're abiding by, um, and we're sticking to the person, and we're, we're, we're keeping the same energy that we started the relationship with. But that energy no longer suits you. Uh, you you progress beyond that energy, and maybe I didn't, but I don't know. Maybe we're we're miscommunicating, or maybe at the point that I marry you, because this happens a lot in relationships. When I marry you, I'm chilling now. I'm good. I done took my foot off the gas pedal a little bit. I'm in cruise control, so I'm not I'm not trying to level up as quickly as I did. I don't work I don't work out as intensely. I don't I'm not hitting my my um my marks like I once did because now I got somebody of their co-piloting with me. So where where is that that balance See, that exists? Being on the other side of the broom, yeah. right? These are all things that bleed into the person you were before you even got to a relationship. Yeah. Because if you have a spirit of, oh, I'm going to pull back because I got a wife, you're probably going to pull back anyway. Mm, that's if, good. I'm with that. If you have I'm a spirit of a person who says, Oh, you know what? My this energy ain't good for you no more. You probably went into it not wanting to sacrifice, not wanting to cooperate, mm, not wanting to so work much. together. Right? Yep, I'm with you you gotta remember much. when you get married, you just you signed up for a lifelong job of submission. Okay? If on both that, sides. On both sides of it. Ooh. On both sides. Which is why character matters. You have to marry a mass character. Yes, you are you are gonna marry character traits. Women, especially, and I, I hate to talk to y'all directly, I'm talking to y'all. You ain't finna change that man. He ain't changing. It's not gonna happen. If he didn't change... Well, he'll change uh, when 
he wants to. Like, she's not going to influence yeah, the change. He that's, can change. She can, she can influence the change. Right, right. But he's wanting to change if you are the one for him and he sees enough value in you. That's do right. not put up, I'm going to marry him. We're going to have a child. We're going to do all this stuff and he's going to change. No, right. he ain't. He's going to do that with you, get tired of you, and then do it somewhere else because you're not what he's changing for. A man can't change for a woman. Right. A man changes for himself and then right. brings more bite to the table for you. Well, Derek, can I, can I add in mm-hmm. something that may be opposed to your opinion? I think a man can change for a woman just like a person can change for a child that is, that is mm-hmm. born. Mm-hmm. So if I can change for that little person, why can't I change yeah. for this other human being that means everything to me? We are all, everything adapts in this world. At the minute that I start I saying, I no longer want to change for anything or whatever, then I become hardened within myself. And now I'm not open to receive the next thing. You might be, the very thing that I'm opposed to adapting to right. in our relationship, right? And working as a team might be the very thing that holds you back. And me as your partner, I'm looking at you and saying, hey, I need this because this could open me up to a new world. So I need you to adapt to doing something maybe you're not, maybe you don't like, maybe you're not fond of. But maybe I need you to do this just for a year because I know you don't like doing this. Whatever particular thing that is in your dynamic. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's picking up the kids or something like that. I know that was never your thing. You didn't, when we had sat down at the table two years ago, right? Wasn't the original commitment. That was an original commitment. That was an original plan. Now it is mm-hmm. because this is what the world is requiring, uh, requiring of me. This is what my job is requiring, of, requiring mm-hmm. of me. So at this point, we need to change. And the only thing constant in life is change. Agreed. Yeah. I what? think the whole, like, can't a person doesn't change, I think, it's also two different like dynamics or aspects to that because I think behaviors can change, but I think what you were talking about is values. What do you Absolutely. value? And what do you mean and, by what do you value? Right. So you, oh, okay, a man's value is let, let's let's just I'm throw sure it out. Cut you off. No. Yeah, let's just throw it out there. So well, let's start with a behavior. A behavior is I go to the club every weekend. You know what I'm saying? Value is faithfulness. A value is you know Staying what loyal. I'm not gonna go over this woman's house because my baby's at home. That's a value trait, right? I had a post on my social media where I had the six steps to be, you know, a, a strong man, right? And one of them was integrity, right? Mm. Where you have a Who code. You when you are not in front of that person. Exactly. It's the co- a man's code that he stands on no matter whether it's day, night. I don't care wherever he's at in front of, who's around, doesn't matter. That's what he lives on. Correct. You're not knocking him off of that, right? So to go back to your previous point, potentially you're marrying integrity. Exactly. Correct. You got to marry the person, whoever that person is, when they have absolutely nothing is who you want to be marrying. Correct. That's who you want to marry. But if you didn't meet me with nothing, because of the, then that means I'm closest to probably the person I need to be. You need to be looking. (laughs) There you go. But now, but now you meet me with something and things change. Right. Um, I think even in, in, um, in integrity mentioning that, I think it's all about standards, right? Agreed. We respect standards. Tell me what your standard is. I love them, right? For a woman that is a high achieving woman, I want to meet those standards and exceed mm. them. That's what I expect of myself in life. And if I value you, then I'm willing to adapt and change where I need to, yeah. to I your like standard yeah. because yeah. you're worth it to me. Mm-hmm. Precisely. So, but time out. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is going to take me to the question that we got. Please bring up that question because I hear what you're saying. And I mm-hmm. think there's so, based on what we're hearing online, these podcasts that are coming out where these men are saying when a woman approaches me and she's got a home and she's got the financial independence and she's 
she's ready. All she needs now is a man. Men are saying that, well, now you've now disqualified yourself. I don't need a woman that is at that level and has these level of standards because now I have nothing to build with you. So, so, can I say something you. here? Um, I would like to mention what is called the kiss of death. This was brought to me by my clinical instructor while I was in school. And he's older and, than you and married. And he was older than me, married with three kids. Okay. okay. And I think he had been married for 10 plus years, maybe 15. Now, I don't know if he's still married, but um, he said the kiss of death. He said a relationship will not work if one of these three things exists. One of three. If she makes more money. If she is more educated. And if she is. <laughs> Just and, and, if, and if she <laughs> is, she is taller. Wait, what? If more? she is more educated, makes more money, and if she is taller. I question. got two out of three. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and look, look, look. So wait, so for me, in my outlook and my perspective on relationships, I've been trying to see how accurate he is. And it, he's kind of in there where it seems pretty accurate or you get a very passive guy. Not necessarily the guy that a high achieving woman would want mm-hmm. because she wants that alpha. She doesn't want that passive guy. But sometimes guy. you need the, the beta. I, no, absolutely. To live harmonious. No, absolutely. But, and also, I would like to add, I don't think it's one of three. I think it's two of the three. If two of the three exist, Mm -hmm. what I have been seeing is that the relationship doesn't last. It doesn't work. Because the man's ego needs to be fed. Mm -hmm. The woman also wants somebody to literally, being taller than, look up to, Mm -hmm. but also figuratively look up to. Also, Mm -hmm. go to him for wherever information that he can provide she wants to learn from him she wants somebody she can look up to mm-hmm. and respect so this and leads deeply into the conversation that is endless on social media that is mm-hmm. what is a submissive woman when men are now coming forward and saying they want a more submissive or traditional so woman feminine. feminine or we're looking for a woman with more feminine essence i'm an alpha i'm more masculine i need a feminine mm-hmm. woman what does this look like because i've seen both i've seen where the woman is very feminine becomes a stay-at-home mom does all these things and she becomes not respected by the husband the husband loses respect for her or the flip side is the woman brings herself up she elevates herself and now she's not submissive or traditional enough so where is the balance it's it's more so where's the balance because i don't think you can live on one side or the other right so I'm I'm way on the other side of the cliff. That's why I brought you on the other side what's your what's your other side that sounds like a soft and weak man what's that that sounds like a soft and weak man. What's that? If, if I am in a relationship, this woman has chosen to love me, and yeah. I have chosen to love her, then we, that means we won. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You make a million dollars? No, no, no. We make a million dollars. Oh, I'm with that. I, now, on. wait. I'm with that. I don't care if I bring yeah. 10. I don't care if you went to Harvard for 19 years, and I went to PS 105, and I didn't pass <laughs> the second grade. Mm-hmm. If we together, we are now equal, okay? So, if me as a man, if I can't be secure enough in my relationship, in my marriage, and what I bring to the table, either mm-hmm. one, I should have never approached that one in the first place, mm-hmm. or I got insecurities I got to fix with me. So, that means me as a man, I got to go heal myself, so that way I can get that monkey off my back. Right. <laughs> So, period. So, so, so for me, money isn't, that isn't really a thing to me. Mm. So please, whatever amount of money that you want to make, yeah. that's just, that's just more for us. Mm-hmm. I'm so good with that. So that doesn't affect me. More, more, that's understandable. And like more zeros, it just, it's just more zeros, right? Yeah. Right. Like, where's every, right. Yep. Where's everything else? It, it, because without you, I was independent. 
I don't need your money. Your money mm-hmm. is just yeah. icing on the cake, yeah. right? Yeah. For both sides. For yeah. both sides. And I think a lot of men, they base their value based off what their bank account is. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and because I, I was what, one of them. Because you know why? Because I could be the greatest man. I could be the greatest lover. I could be the most emotionally sound, mentally sound and all that. Yeah. And, be, and have a $30,000 job. And that woman would not judge me as appropriate. Mm. That's her preference. She she would not say I meet she would not say I meet her standards. She would even find a roundabout way of saying, right? Because at the point that you push that agenda, she would then say, because she realized you're backing her into the backing her into a corner, to where you're saying, wait, hold on, wait, am I all about the money? I, but I'm trying to tell you that I'm all about the emotions. I want I want the love there and this and the other, but thirty thousand. You can't have that at at least seventy five. Yeah,あなたの価値は高いです。高いです。高いです。高いです。高いです。高いです。高いです。高いです。高いです。高いです。高いです。高いです。高いです。高いです。高いです。高いです。高いです。高いです。高いです。高いです。高いです。高いです。
But look, but look, when you're I, saying I mm-hmm. don't, I don't respect how you're spending your money. That's what you're, you're, you're right. addressing the mentality aspect of it. Yes, yeah, it speaks like, to the mentality. Not okay, the, the and I, I agree with that. Me, me saying, and that might me saying, be, but might be me saying in a playful manner, a joking manner. Yeah. I don't respect how you're spending your money there. Right. But that's me saying maybe that's just a standard, right, or whatever. Because you know, I got money and I handle my money well. Right. 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 And if so we context are, matters. Context, context matters. matters. Oh. So if I'm talking to a peer and I'm mm-hmm. saying that and I'm like, oh, okay, big money, that's how we doing it? See, and, That's how we doing see, it tonight? So are we going to do it like this every weekend? And yeah. I would be like, yeah, if, <laughs> if, this is if, if me and my homegirls home go to meat market just for drinks, uh-huh. that's our but, standard. But, but, but. Let me uh, again. My marriage is starting to leak out a lot. I'm come sorry, on, man. No, no, we need. We need it. We need it. Give us therapy. <laughs> because we didn't add. We didn't add that everybody at this table is looking to be married. Correct. Right. At some so, point in time. That's important. Yeah. That's so we're important. learning from each other. We're having a conversation, and we're also learning. Yeah. So right. Right. to the three of you, my future married <laughs> If if a man or a woman is not married to you, you don't get to check my pocket. Mm. Oh, okay. You don't get to check my pocket. Okay. Because who's to say, no offense, that you're going to even be here after this date anyway. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You got to remember, the courting process is meant to get to know a person. To understand them, to to know where they want to go, and to see if you are aligned with them to go there. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm skipping that. I was like, I want to have a really valuable conversation around this because Mm -hmm. I think a lot of women are they jump into the courting process with an expectation of marriage or finding a husband, and instead of checking for alignment, they're immediately judgmental because they're not seeing the end result well, immediately. Disalignment feels like mm. failure. Yes. And, yes. and it feels like sh- rejection and yes. rejection. Like yes. That. That's what it Reflection. feels like to me. And yes. I'm going to be straight up. Like when I feel like I am not aligned with a man or a man is not aligned to me. That you got excited me, about. I feel like shame. Mm-hmm. I chose this man. I didn't expect him to do this. I didn't expect it to end this way. I feel failure because mm-hmm. I'm in my thirties and how is it that I can, I have achieved success in so many things in my life, except for marriage and relationships. Mm-hmm. I feel disappointment. This I feel like this is so good. Was I not good enough in this area? Remember it's just misalignment, but right. I'm like, man, what if I would have been better? Would it have been aligned no. to make it work? I feel every negative feeling associated with disalignment, which then carry because we carry baggage every relationship we leave we now carry to our next relationship Mm -hmm. whether it be in lessons whether it be in fear whether it be in trauma and so i'm gonna teach people how not to do that (laughs) so then then like you i go into this next relationship and i'm like damn now i have fears and insecurities around like certain things because i don't want to fail again i don't want to come up short again Right. Or always. Or for you, <laughs> it is I gave it everything I had. Yes. And I'm not willing Ooh, to do that again. Me. Or me. or I'm very guarded. I'm spent. I'm empty. I got nothing else to give anybody else. So So either what, you give to me 
Or I got <laughs> good luck. So I'm just supposed to be an endless <laughs> amount of giving to this person for it not to work. Or yeah. and then it, it brings us back to that that limbo of like, okay, when does it start? You're saying that it starts in marriage. But for me, my standard is that anybody that I am willing to call my girlfriend, mm -hmm. then I'm already putting you on the track for marriage. Because if not, I, you don't need to be my girlfriend if I'm not looking to marry you one day. Actually, okay. I agree to that. So then at that point where you say you can't check my, my pockets until we're married or mm -hmm. I'm engaged to you, I would say that is unacceptable to me because I need mm -hmm. to know those habits beforehand. Because I need to know how you spend, how you how you operate and stuff like that. I don't need to know that at the point that I'm I'm asking you to marry me. Right. Because then when I'm asking well, you at that point what's going on, that seems like I'm I'm late to the party. Right. I should have already known this stuff before I asked you. But this is the number one reason of divorce rates is financial yeah. Yeah. and decision making. Right. Yeah. And then so, and then bring that back. It is. I'm as financially sound as I need to be for this relationship. Right. I need to make sure you are. Because if I know that that's the number one thing that could be the end of relationships or cause a headache in relationships, we need to know right out the gate, are we compatible there? Right. So, but what's the difference between compatibility, growth, and potential? Because we just talked yeah. 15 minutes ago about well, you're always marrying. Go ahead. Yeah, they hit me like four different questions. <laughs> so when you're talking about Let's talk about the finance part, right? Mm -hmm. If we're talking about, oh, I want to get to marry you, that's a far different setup than we're dating, meet me at this restaurant, we're going to have a date or whatnot. Or if I'm picking you up, mm -hmm. we'll have a date. Those are two very so completely different things. So now it's dating, then relationship, okay. then marriage. Dating and courting are, are different. Mm -hmm. Dating, I'm having fun. Yeah. I'm having fun. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. 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 Are we alive? Girl, what right. you doing today? Let me know. Hey, everybody has a different term for saying, so, hey, I, I need to know, when you say dating, dating versus courting, yes. like, I don't, what does that mean? Okay, is, so is, if I'm courting, is, 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 dating, is that we're talking? <laughs> That, you, that, yeah. we, you, we talking for the, we you talking we, I'm, so you I'm know, open so we, I'm we open talking. I'm dating every, I can date any and anybody yeah when you're dating anybody. you're not exclusive to anything okay no exclusive oh there's no exclusive to dating I'm going to date Friday night Saturday night okay. whatever the case session. is right but if I'm courting you oh now you are a candidate you put in your application we reviewing the application right now we seeing if we can get this acceptance we can go to the next boyfriend girlfriend yeah at that point if you're courting someone yes courting comes with a certain level of exclusivity so if I'm courting you, right? So let's say I'm assume, hey baby, I'm married to you. Just an example. Let's assume I'm not married, right? And I'm and I'm and I'm going out, meet a woman, and we go out on a couple of dates. We have some fun. Dang, I like her. Okay. Hey, Derek, what you doing this weekend? I got a girl. I can't do nothing with you. I'm sorry, I'm in a relationship because now I'm courting the one that I like. Right? I'm courting her now. So because I'm courting her now, now we can have the conversations about the finance. Do you want kids one day? Do you, what are your goals? Where are you growing? Because that's when you find those things out. Which right? was, we had someone ask that question, which I think this was a really important yeah. answer is, do you start talking about goals on the first date or at what point during the dating, dating season, do you begin to talk about goals? And I think it's what you just said, which is mm -hmm. the difference between dating for alignment and dating to become exclusive. Right. First date. Right. First, first date. Right. So, 
I want to know it all. I don't know. This is the camera, right? Right. First date. Because I need to know if I need to, if you're worth going on the second date with, or do we need to stop this here? So for some of those things, finances. Well, but wait, wait, okay, wait, so wait, wait, wait. We're very serious right now, and yeah. I need to have a. I need to ask a very not so serious question. That's a beautiful thing. But some one of our one of our audience members asked a really good question, which was, why do men salivate over high achieve? I use this word. I don't know why high achieving women, but then they date other. They date women that do not fit that bill. And so for for many women like this, we get very scared to come forward with these goals because we're like, hell, I might run you off. Like if I come forward with this business, you know, masculine energy mm-hmm. that I have on date one, mm-hmm. I'm gonna run you smack dab yep. off. Mm-hmm. So you're saying you want it, but a lot of men don't. But, yeah, but no, they it. say they want well, it. Okay, yeah. so all men say they want it. Yeah. I think all men say they want it, and then at the end of the day, it's two words that they want for the most part, and that is peace and cooperation. They want. They do. And and, and the the they term. Do. Submission. None of those it. have anything to do with my goals. So, so here's, here's the thing, man. When when you, you when we said, "Hey, I'm afraid I might run him off. I might this. I might that." Right. A lot of men see the vision of the woman that they say they want. Right. Mm. But that don't mean you did mm-hmm. the work to earn it. Right. Did you go to work to get that paycheck, or did you just say? I want that Ferrari right there. Well, what work did you put in to earn it? Well, the majority, so, right, the majority of people don't have delayed gratification for things. Right. Yeah. So now a lot of men out there, dang, she doing this, she doing that. Yeah, man, I, I, I like that right there. But what does it take to be able to sustain being with a woman like that? Are you going to be able to be with her when she gone for two weeks because she got to work, because she got engagements? Are you going to be able, if y'all got children, are you going to be able to stay at home if you're not in that space? Can you do that? Can you imagine? Can you be that's a as, whole ego conversation? Can you be as supportive and submissive to her and her goals as you want her to be for yours? If you can't, leave her alone. But that comes with men who got to heal themselves and be in a space to be able to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Everything that we talked about, though, I really want to go back to something beautiful mm-hmm. that you mentioned. And it's like as we keep circling this, mm-hmm. it's, I'm, I'm coming back to one thing that you mentioned: submission in a marriage and a committed relationship is on both sides. Absolutely, it is on both. Sides. And I think there's this obsession with women being feminine and submissive, mm-hmm. but the, the way you keep painting the picture is a, a confident, well-operating marriage comes at the cost of both parties being submissive. Right. See, a lot of men, they, they think that a woman being submissive means doing what I say. And that is so far from the truth. I learned it the hard way because I was like, we married now, you got my last name. I didn't gave you something that ain't nobody ever gave you. You got to do what I say. So wrong. Massively wrong. Because my (laughs) wife fought me up and down so hard and it made every other aspect of my life hard because she was fighting me because I wasn't approaching her the right way. And I was like, you just not submissive. Come to I I, I had to take some time because and I'll talk about this more on my platform, my podcast and everything. Um, In 2018, I was like, I'm done with this marriage. I want this. I'm sliding. I'm out. I took a trip. I was gone. We go see my cousin. We was probably in the club. I was single for like four days straight. I didn't even <laughs> hold you. Um, I didn't. I didn't cheat on my wife or nothing like that. But I was out here living single, boy, mm-hmm. single, single. Mm-hmm. And it was rooted from this woman won't submit to me. She's not agreeable. She's not this. She's not that. And I realized I was hitting her over the head with a hammer, and she was literally just doing this. That she she was she yeah. was she was literally defending how heavy I was coming to her. 
And when I sat back and was like, you know, babe, what do you need from me? What do you need? And what she said to me, I wasn't even trying to hear. I ain't going to hold you. So I took it upon myself, being the leader of my household, being the head of my household. I'm like, I'm going to watch. I'm going to start doing something different. So I would be like, babe, how was your day today? You was cool? Well, let me rub your feet real quick. Cool. Yeah. Or babe, I got it. I'm going to cook. Don't worry about it. We, we good. Babe, what you want to go do? Well, baby, don't you got to work? I'll handle it later. I'm here for you right now. Once I became more of a servant and I submitted mm -hmm. to her needs, I didn't submit to her as she's my dominant heart. force. I submitted to her because she has these needs. I have to submit what I got going on to make sure that her needs are met. Mm -hmm. Right? Once the woman, man, you want a woman to give you what you want, make sure her needs are met. And I ain't talking about putting her in bags and shoes and all that I'm talking about literally. She has an emotion and you cater to it. She has a way of thinking and you help align it for her. There's more value in being a mental and emotional provider than any amount of money will ever give you. Hmm. Ever. You say this best all the time and I love it. You always joke and say the same way rent is due, emotions are due too. They right on hey, time. There, can, I, can I get with this a little bit? Um, and it's something that I've been thinking about. Talk to me. Uh, and I talk. I talk. I talk to um, a buddy of mine. He's been married yeah. for about ten years or so. Okay. And uh, I just asked him. I'm like, man, how do you make it work? And Ooh. the next thing he texted me was basically like, and I was, and I, to be more in depth, it was just like, you know, with combating personalities, yeah. and like two parties being headstrong individuals. Mm -hmm. And his next text said submission about twice. And I have to, I have to say, my natural instinct was triggered by it, because I'm like, I'm not about to submit to anybody, and I think that's how high-earning women are feeling right that now. That is a derogatory I, word. I was waiting it is, it is now, to say that. It is now that it is the, a derogatory word. It has been exhausted, and it's nobody, nobody wants to hear submit anymore. And when he said that to me as a man. Mm -hmm. Have several it seats. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't go. It didn't go over well with me. And yeah. then immediately, what I said was, "Well, I don't. I don't want somebody to submit to me. I want. I want teamwork. Right? Can what? Can we? We got a word for that. Can Can we? Can we substitute the word submission with teamwork? Because for everything that I am with you for, that yeah. independence, your go getter spirit, right. I want that working with me. I want yeah. it on my team. And then we go get those goals together. Right. So then as far as somebody staying at home with the kids and I go to work and it's down the other, one got to submit to the other, I guess so. we're going to look at whose job is earning more. But if we both love our jobs, it don't matter how much you're earning with them. It's what I we're agree. passionate about. Right. So but if we're both making good money. Well, maybe neither one of us need to take off. Maybe right. we just need to buy a nanny. Right. Yeah, and, the and then the nanny need to do that. Yeah, and then we need to come together on because we don't want the nanny raising our kid. Yeah, we still want the impression of us on our child. So maybe then at that point we need to say, well, we just need the nanny here this much, right? All right. We need to have family time this much, mm -hmm. right, and stuff like that. Oh, and so how you really don't want to submit. I don't want. And, and, so and, and for the and for the woman that I want, right? That word triggers him as much as it does. Yeah, because right. <laughs> so, so when I so when I right so when it, so then when I look at it, it's just like just naturally like for 
Hey, it's hard out here in these streets. Yeah. Right? To, uh-huh. to, to get money and this and the other, uh-huh. right? We, right? We we had to develop a certain type of mentality out here to have that go-getter spirit and be at that high earning, being a high earner that we are, right? Okay. So that mentality got that respective person mm-hmm. to that position as right. you guys are, mm-hmm. right? So then next thing you know, it's just hard to swallow submission mm-hmm. because then... And, and then, I, and, okay, if we go with submission, let's keep it going, right? Then I would say, I would argue that, is it that hard to submit to one person for it to work? And that my my ego needs that? Right. My ego needs that submission? Can we just go with that? Superficially, right? But at the end of the day, all submission is saying is I want your cooperation yeah. for the things that matter to me. And that's on both sides. Right. At the end of the day, men want men so strongly want the word submission in our camp. I can be one of those at times. Mm-hmm. But that's then if I but then if I want that strong woman with that same mentality, right. that word's gonna trigger her like it triggers me because right. she's been out here while so, people been trying to stomp on her, mm-hmm. and she's like, I ain't going down without a fight. Right. So, and just like and just like that woman who's a sing, yeah, and just right. like that woman who's a who's a single mom, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, her being that single mom and in a lot of in a lot of relationships, or either one of us, right? We'll say both parties. Yeah, they've been beaten down by a partner. They could they could have been beaten down by a partner. Not mm-hmm. that they were, but they could have been beaten down by a partner and stuff like that. Right. And at the point that they feel felt that pain, they said, "I'll never feel that pain again." So. All right, so I, I got to be serious for a minute. So, yeah. um, my wife was that woman. Mm-hmm. She had some real bad relationships. So, for a long time, she had just had such a scar tissue around her whole being, her thinking, her emotions, everything. And it was such a fight. So, I'm going to take the word submission out. I'm going to use the word agreeable. Because if we're both submitting, we're with agreeing that. with each other. I'm with that. We're being agreeable. That's why I, I always say submission don't mean do what I said. It means work with me. I like that. Right? Because you got to remember, I'm not submitting to you. I'm not, you're not submitting to me. We're submitting to our success. Mm-hmm. So whatever mm-hmm. we have to do to be successful, yeah. we have to submit to that. I'm a collective right? goal. Yes. Right. So yes. It's, it, take that thing out. I ain't submitting to no man. Well, are you going to submit to your future? I ain't submitting to no woman. Are you submitting to being able to lead your household the right way? If you're not going to submit, that means you're not going to be agreeable. Because then it's going to turn into, oh, this is what I said. What you said will have you alone, mm-hmm. right? So, so at, when it's a excuse me, okay, y'all. Are you good? At the point that you guys, when you guys reach a certain point where it's one topic, you see it your way, she sees it hers, and she's not really budging, mm-hmm. right? Been there, then King Derek, leader of the household, King Derek, right? Who word holds the most weight? So in a marriage, right? I am the head of my household. Yeah. That is my God-given responsibility. Yeah. Now, do I have the final say in my home? I do. I do. But that's only after I've considered what my wife had to say. Right? And it's not me. So it only I'm not, works I'm not, if it's a team It, it has to be. Like, outcome. Right, I have, I'll give you a perfect example. We've had discussions about the kids before. And I'm like, no. And she's like, yeah. And I'm, no. No. Baby, tell me why. Okay, you said why. All right. I, st- I just something in me feels wrong because here here's what a man got to remember too and wife has to remember this about a man 
Okay. Our job is to protect. Number one job is to protect, right? So if I'm normally, if I'm saying no to something, we have a disagreement hard about something, it's because I'm trying to protect our unit. My wife understands that now. That if my if my husband, if she says my husband making a decision right now, it's for our best interest. She trusts it. Now, now you were getting to the word I was getting ready to say. And that was what I was gonna say bring up earlier. High women don't trust. Yeah, you you, and you have to high achieving women don't, don't trust. trust. Right. And, 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 and I get why. Give me one second. Yeah, yeah. And I get why because to be a successful businesswoman, you kinda gotta be a shark out here a lot of times. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of men have the same problem too, but especially women, they don't know how to turn that off. Because when you go out to the workplace or or in, as a businesswoman, you see men, right? Mm-hmm. The same thing you got to be a shark against with, right? Mm-hmm. So you are now trained and conditioned subconsciously I don't that when you. I'm dealing with a man, I don't trust you and I got to fight you because I know that at the end of the day, you probably don't want what I want and you don't want what's best for me. Right. A lot of women don't know how to turn that off. Yeah. When you walk through good. that door with me, baby, I got you. Right. I, right. We at may at not see things the same. For the woman, at what point do I know that you that, got me? That's that's what I'm gonna, because I'm going to take you through my own test. Right. It, and it, that it test, you gotta, and you got to meet the qualifications of that test. At each, it's got to be checkpoints because you know what happened for a yeah. lot of women. They'll get taken advantage. They'll get taken advantage of one way or the other, and then that happens. And then who's there to pick them up? Right. There's been there's been yeah. when they sit there and they follow a man's lead, a man drives them into financial ruin. Mm. And emotional. And, 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 this is I, our biggest fear with submission and trust. It's because, no. okay, submit and trust you, yeah. ride your wave, take your lead. And the minute you see something, like you said at the very beginning of this episode, divorce can happen any which way now. You can see a woman walking down the street and decide you want that and say, okay, I'm actually done with this partnership. I would like to try new things. And now I have submitted to you, followed your lead, been agreeable because your vision seems higher than mine. And at yeah. some point, you've convinced me that this vision is bigger for us than just me. Right. So now I have submitted to your vision and now I'm left with nothing. This is the part that women don't trust. I'm going to fight for mine and keep mine. I would like to partner with you on this effort, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to keep mine because at any given moment in the society that we live in, you decide you're done or you like what you see better or I have aged a little bit or whatever the hell you decide. Now I am stuck and left with nothing. And high achieving women have a proven track record to be able to feel that way. Like, Mm -hmm. oh no, I actually know how to make decisions. I am financially responsible and independent. So remember the history of the union of marriage was based off of like survival and Mm -hmm. economics. A a woman could not even open her own bank account without being married, without a man. And so historically women have been crippled yes from mm. a you know economy financial educational all of these things and so now they're rising right they're rising they're rising they're rising and they're no longer crippled there's no longer a disability they are having children and also getting a master's degree and also making six figures right. and also cleaning the home. Oh, and also, In terms of the trust, in terms right. of the trust, before a woman had to trust a man, now a woman We're not to required to. to trust a man. And those mm-hmm. are very two different conversations. They are. Because if a woman who has had you know, unsuccessful relationships, let's say she has different children, different babies' fathers, she's she is now like, my life kind of depends on trusting this man. Mm-hmm. A woman 
and and not to compare or say one is better than the other but right. a woman who maybe didn't make those choices says oh actually I, nothing's riding on this wave like if i want to trust you it's because i choose to um, maybe we just want you to acknowledge that and a- see, acknowledge that, that point, i'm choosing this and right. at that point that you give me a reason not to or even just a slight hint of a reason not to trust you right. I will pull back with full force. I'm not going to lie, that's me. And it is not right. And it's right. not right. Right. That's what happens. It's that's not right. right. I get scared. We put them on the same side for the same reason. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.